Welcome to Two Lads One Podcast. What up, people? This is Khalid, or you can also call me the Six Five Guy, the Warake Warrior, Sharpest Shooters, or the Real Odubu. You can call me Fine, Justifying, Unfiltered, Uncensored, Real Talk. Two friends talking shop. We have politically incorrect conversations and just get into the deep stuff. So take a seat, strap yourselves in, and get ready for a wild ride, motherfuckers. Hello, Brody. Ooh, I'm good. How's it going? I'm good, man. What's happening? How's the weekend? What'd you get up to? How was the weekend? Uh, had some... Spent some, you know, quality time with loved ones. Nice. Banner fish that is overpriced, but amazing. How much are we talking here? Man, bro, it's been going up and up and up. When I used to have it, it was like 5K now. To now, bro, it's 8K. Excuse you? Inflation is a fucking bitch. It's 8K, man. (laughs) That shit is mad, though. (laughs) Nigga. You pay 8K for fish? Yeah, yeah. When I came to Lagos, you didn't treat me like this. I'm sorry. This is unacceptable. You're not a woman. Look, that's besides (laughs) the point. Men need to be treated too. How? You too, actually. What'd you say? I have quite a few spots to take you to. This is what you've been saying for three years. No, no, no. Things have changed. Okay. Um, <laughs> fish 8K? Yeah, man. You guys in Lagos, I don't know how you guys do it. We're suffering. Uh, bro, <laughs> I, when you come to Abuja, I'm going to order fish for you. Bro, should I tell mm. you how much you're going to pay? And it comes with chips and like pepper sauce and everything. How much? Can you guess how much you're going to pay? Can you guess? You're going to say like from 4K or something. 2,500 naira. No, no, no. Chill, chill. When I say 8K fish, I'm talking about fucking huge fish that can feed comfortably three, four people. I am not talking about fish that can feed a child. I'm talking about fish that can feed three to four people, bro, and comes with chips. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just going to hate and assume that that fish is trash because that oh, doesn't make sense. Bro, when it comes to food, since you've known me, yeah, I've been wrong. <laughs> Wait, what? You're talking to someone that ordered a subway sandwich, a foot long sandwich. <laughs> I had customized it for the gods. You had your <laughs> ham, turkey, salami, your chicken teriyaki, your bacon. Mm-hmm. And they fucking gave you my subway. Mixed that it up because guess that what? That was one of the funniest days ever. Because guess what? You know, black people, they look the same. So, hey. Yeah. I, mean, I remember know. that day, man. I was like, this shit is so delicious. Like, this shit is better than my normal subway. I was like, okay, cool. Maybe subway are just, they're just experiments. <laughs> I took a bite of my subway and I was left defeated. I was like, what oh, the God. hell? Then I looked at this guy's chicken teriyaki dropping from his bread. I said, you know mm. what? Motherfuckers. But Worth yeah, 2,500 fish here. So, okay. Wow. That's cool. For me, um, Friday night was pretty chill. 
Mm. My girlfriend got me, I think a couple of, couple of weeks ago, she got me some brown liquor. First off, I don't really drink like that again. And I've mm-hmm. never been a fan of brown liquors. She got me a bottle of Martell Blue Swift. Mm-hmm. I don't like brown liquor. However, you know, I poured some in. Because first off, you know, you have to have it straight. Because you need to get the essence of the drink. You have to. Yeah. So I poured it straight. Had a bit. It was like a punch to the gut. You know when they say, put some hair on your chest? That's mm. what this did. Put some hair <sighs> on your chest. You know, so, however, it was fucking good. Mm. I can't explain it. It was really good. Um, nice. Then, there's something I learned, because you know, I, I, I'm reading a book. Well, I was mm-hmm. reading a book by a, an author called Chris Carter, and he suggested, when you're having brown liquor straight, some people put ice, right? Yeah. He said, put some water in it. I was like, mm, what the hell? I put okay. some water, bro. Changed my life. <laughs> because it, 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 in a way, dilutes it a bit, but it's, it's, just, it's just not as strong. So what I'll suggest, people that are not really in a brown liquor, do that. Interesting. Was it was a treat. Okay, this guy was Fri- getting buzzed at home. Friday night, boom, let my hair down. Woo! Bro, <laughs> at the same time, you, you know what even told I was listening to Get's new album. Mm, the yes, same time. Yes. Bro, it, it was it was a vibe. As they say, you don't like that oh, level, bro. God. It was a, the energy, bro. The energy. <laughs> um Saturday, Saturday was cool. Saturday was my girlfriend's birthday, so nice, you know. Got the food in, bro. We had a whole platter. We had I trust potatoes, you. roast potatoes with lamb. We had barbecue wings, mm. jollof rice, mm. cornbread. Yes, I said it. Cornbread. Cornbread. Cornbread, bro. Bro, we had samosas. We had prawn mayo rolls, milk cake, sweet cake. Jeez. We, we had leftovers that had leftovers. It was good. It was good. She enjoyed her. She enjoyed her day. All she really wanted to do was just be with me and eat. So <laughs> sounds sounds like that. a fucking plan, bro. Fantastic, if you ask me. But yeah, that was that was that was my weekend. Weekend was pretty chill, man. Weekend nice, was nice, chill. nice. It was good. Um. So yeah, we've not potted in a while. I ain't gonna lie. I, I don't want to toot our own horn, but bro, our last episode was phenomenal. Oh Jesus, I had, I had. I'm gonna call them consumers because that's what you guys are. You're consuming our goods right now. Mm-hmm. Our consumers are very happy. That's. I mean, where do you get this level of content variety, humor, <laughs> silly talk, intellectual convo? Come on, man! Like, come on. It was. It was. Yeah. It was a one. A one. But anyway. <laughs> New week, new week. Yes, so, um, I, I'm guessing you have some COVID gist for us. Oh, bro, bro, th- th- this is how much I care about this podcast. I care about the pod so much that I didn't even tell you that this happened because I wanted your reaction to be genuine. I wanted you to okay. hear it for the first time on the pod. You know, you know, you know what we call it content. That's what we content, call it. bro. That's content. it. Okay, hit me. <clears throat> so, bro, 
about when did this happen this is almost two weeks ago you know mm. a week and a half ago mm. um <clears throat> i went to the office um i was i was mask off like a real g oh um you know risky, interacting risky. with colleagues you know laughing having a goddamn blast mm -hmm. i leave the office i go I, I head over to my girlfriend's. <clears throat> By the time I get there, I'm feeling really, really shitty. Oh, like COVID. really, really. COVID. <laughs> I'm feeling down. Like by this point, I'm feverish. I'm tired. I am sweating. I have mm. a terrible sore throat. I'm feeling kind of weak. Oh, and I'm notorious, by the way, according to my girlfriend, even though I don't I don't really believe this to be true. But she says that I do not take my health seriously and that when I'm ill, I don't like going to the hospital. I don't like getting checked. Yeah, it's Me true. personally, it's true, though. It's I, true. I think I think that I just don't like making a meal of situations that don't warrant. <laughs> hospitality. That's what I think. <laughs> I went to school with this guy. Don't worry. <laughs> what you're saying is very true. Carry on. Oh, God. So, yeah. Um, you know, I was feeling really bad. And then she starts saying, she starts saying, oh, that babe, you know, we have to go to the hospital. I'm like, ah, hospital for what? I, I'm feeling bad, but chill. Let me, I have mm -hmm. a sore throat. I'll gargle, you know, warm water, salt, take care of that one. Then, you know, <laughs> take Panadol for the headache. You know, bro, thug it out. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like she's like you've done this one too many times you know enough of this let's go right now let's go to the hospital i'm like oh for god's sake i just i didn't want to i didn't want to drag this out too much i go to the hospital with her mm. i see a doctor i get uh, my blood taken i mm. describe my symptoms they said i should come back the next day for the results mm -hmm. i came back um, the doctor was analyzing my results and he said, he, he, he starts rolling out all this technical mumbo jumbo jargon. Ooh, of course, He's, of course. You know, you know, he said, he said that my, my D dimmer count is high. Ooh, that D dimmer though. That D dimmer though. He said, he said, oh, he, he, you know, that's looking at my blood, that's, that the protein level is high. I said, what? I said, what are you, what are you talking about? Pussy. <laughs> you know he said he said you know just because of the climate everything that is going on he would strongly advise i get a covid test i said excuse me mm. Mm. very true he said yeah that he would strongly advise i get a covid test so from nowhere here i am about uh, you know i'm fucking annoyed i didn't plan for this expense mm -hmm. next thing you know I'm, th I'm about to spend 45k to get a COVID test at some yeah. hospital in Ukraine. Yeah. You know, I pay for this goddamn test. You know, those people, those people were not playing around. They brought out the they brought out the POS before I even entered the hospital. <laughs> they locked you in early, man. Bro, they brought the POS to my car. Like, what the fuck? Damn. So I ah, paid for the test. I was already, I was already in a bad mood. 
you know, I was I was already fighting with my girl because I told her that yo, if if it com- comes out positive, obviously I'm not going to see you for a while. She's telling me that doesn't make any sense. That we kissed this morning, we were already in the car together. What do you mean? <laughs> so like was, you, you, yeah, like you guys will both have it if if, if you have it. <laughs> it was it was just a goddamn mess. Mm. Um, and then next thing you know. Uh, I go to, uh, they, I'm led to the back and then <laughs> this is where it happens. They stick this ridiculously long contraption into my nostrils and start fingering my brain. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bro, when that shit was, when they were pushing that shit further and further in, you she was like, oh, tr- try you to cry. relax. As, once she removed that, I cried like a bitch. <laughs> Like the kind of the kind of tears that you know you know when something is tickling you, I was, I was like, like my eyes were watering. I started coughing. I was like, <coughs> "Damn!" I was I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is this?" I go back to the car, sit down. You know, at this point, you know, my girlfriend and I, I were giving each other the silent treatments because. <laughs> <laughs> The, the fate of our of our next few weeks is about to be determined. Yeah, the the lady that that took the took the sample comes back. She's wearing her mask, and I can see through the mask that this sick little lady is smiling. Her eyes are smiling. Oh I'm like, what the God. fuck are you smiling about? Uh huh. She comes. She comes to the car. And says says um that's. She goes. She's trying to create drama out of the yeah, situation. She, yeah, said, she yeah. said, "Should I email you the results or should I print?" I said, "Just print. Just tell me." <laughs> so she said, "She said, okay. So y- your test is negative. You don't have COVID." I said, oh, "Jesus Christ, nigga, just blew forty-five k for nothing, bro." <laughs> and this is the point of the story for me. I. Throughout this situation, I wasn't concerned about my health. Even if I did have COVID, I'm young. I'm not. I'm going to be fine, right? So, I was concerned about two things: Am I going to be trapped in my house for weeks on end? What kind of life mm-hmm. is this? Mm-hmm. And then two, when the result came out and it was negative, I said, "I said, Kai, these people are running a scam." Oh yes, four rackets. <laughs> These people are running a goddamn scam. Because I just I just started thinking about it that this is me, one one patient, 45k. And Mm -hmm. during the short time I was there, 20 minutes, bro, there were like seven or eight other people that got COVID tests. Do the fucking math. Yes, full racket. Do the fucking as in, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, but I can't. I can't help but just imagine that doctors are being incentivized to tell people to get COVID tests, even when it's not necessary. One thousand percent. Even 1, because it's, it's, the financial incentive is too great. Yes. Yes. I, I was pissed off, man. Yeah, but we know, off. we know from the jump, healthcare, the healthcare industry is one big racket. Oh yeah, super corrupt. Like, like <laughs> one big racket, and. You see, you said 45k. There are some people that have been paying 55, 60k. Yeah, that, that's like, what I heard afterwards. Yeah, these prices, they're not, it's Nigeria, nothing is regulated. Mm-hmm. So, like, you paid 45k when we got it in Abuja, they even came to our house. We paid 38 something. Then 
another person I know paid flat out 50k. <laughs> you know, so the different prices. However, when we got new staff, um, we went to government hospitals and it was free. Yeah. So I don't know if that's still if government hospitals you can actually still get free tests. I don't. I, know. I think I think that's the case. Me personally, I I absolutely did not want to go to a government hospital. Exactly because of the amount of people. Look, yeah, it, you're probably going to catch it there. Exactly. That's the unfortunate of the government hospital. So um, yes, it's it's definitely one big racket and hospitals. Look, you see, this is the problem because. In Nigeria, for example, a lot of people don't want to even... You know, before I say that, someone posted something and it was it was funny, but it was so true. Someone said, mm. when are we going to normalize coughing again? Bro, that's it. That's, that's it. People might have malaria. Might just have... Guess what? They're people that actually have allergies. Yeah. But, but they're scared to say this or even cough or even you know be seen mm-hmm. to be ill because i ah, go and get a covid test <laughs> any small thing go and get a covid go and, of course they're going to push you to get a covid test because they know the amount of money they're making off whether it's positive negative boy that's yeah. a personal problem look yeah. you're going to get and that's morally it's so wrong but unfortunately that's the industry <sighs> the healthcare industry is one big racket one big racket. It's and crazy. Away from away from Nigeria, I was reading something. I think they said Medicare pays hospitals mm-hmm. more money for COVID nineteen patients. So yes, yes, exactly. So as you said, there's an incentive. Of course, they'll push for the COVID. One thousand percent. Like I'm it. not saying. Like I'm about to say something that's you know some people might think is controversial. I'm absolutely not mm-hmm. saying that COVID is not serious, it's not real, it hasn't killed of you know, loads of people. It absolutely has. However, I also believe that the COVID positivity rates around the world that we're told, I, I believe those numbers are very much inflated for these reasons we just spoke about. Bro, it's so funny you said that because I was just about to say, the problem is there are so many false positives. Absolutely. So many. And the scary thing is, people might not have thought about this, but you might get a test done. It comes out negative. What stops the doctor saying it's positive? <laughs> they're, literally be- being, they're literally being paid for every um, COVID-positive patient they have. So, I mean, exactly. it's, it's, we're talking about flawed human beings here. Like, let's be Because guess what? For example, in Nigeria, you're negative. They say, you know what? Well, around the world, whatever, you're mm-hmm. positive. Mm-hmm. Now the money comes in with the medication. Oh yeah. With the you know, okay, we now have to isolate you. You have to be at this isolation center. Actually, mm-hmm. it's free. No. That's not free. <laughs> exactly. So there's all this to con- there's all this to consider. So of course it's a racket. However, yes, COVID is real. But the thing is, bro, I've had fr- I have friends that have had COVID. Without mm-hmm. the test, they, they did not gotten tested, but the symptoms were very. It, they, they, it, it, they were 95% sure they had it because the symptoms were strong, bro. Like mm-hmm. they had it, they had it all. And they just isolated at home. Yeah. 10 days, 11 days, didn't go to the hospital. And 
the truth is you don't actually need to go to the hospital. No, 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 no. You don't like if if you're living alone conveniently, you you can you can they always say you can take care of yourself at home. Just buy um buy cold and flu meds, blah blah blah. This interesting. Mm-hmm. Keep your fluids up. You yeah. Know, keep an eye on that. But however, if the breathing now becomes a problem, uh-huh, uh-huh, sure. That that's when you know you have to call ambulance and whatnot. But yeah, huge racket, huge racket. In Nigeria, every other day, I'm seeing new new um, testing centers popping up. I'm like, mm-hmm. since when? Like, <laughs> huh? But hey, each patient 50k. That's it. Too. <laughs> Boy, I I remember when I told my parents, I just told them innocently at the time that you know, I'm I'm coming down with a bit of a cold, like I have they looked at each other in slow motion. I'm not even joking, of they looked at each other in slow motion, and it was it was like this ominous glance they gave each other. And I said, as soon as I saw that, I said, Someone can't have a cold again, (laughs) guy. (laughs) <laughs> like, like, bro, now. bro, As, um, and you know, you know, Nigerian parents, you know, <clears throat> funny thing happened. Um, I think my mom was in the kitchen and my dad <clears throat> went down and, you know, he kind of like just cleared his throat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then my mom looked at him and look, couple married, married people are the funniest people, especially the ones that, you know, <clears throat> they really love each other. Yeah. So she he cleared her, then she was like, Why are you clearing your throat? In an aggressive <laughs> way. Like Jesus. my dad looked at her and said, eh, if I have COVID and so, what are you going to do? Do your worst. <laughs> do your worst. Oh, God. So yeah, I say that to say, bro, when I have the sniffles, I keep that shit to myself. Mm. If I'm feeling tired, I keep it because Oh, the worst thing about COVID worldwide, especially in Nigeria, the panic is worse. The paranoia is worse. Yeah, man. It, it's it's horrible. <sighs> um, I'm honestly, I'm sick of this stupid <laughs> virus. I'm yeah. sick of it. I'm, I'm, it's it can't. This shit is not going to rule or ruin my life. Fuck that. Like. Nigga, because it is, it's, it's been a year. We've been do, we've been doing this shit for a fucking year. We've been. Bro, I remember. Like I remember play. when they said. I remember when they when it first came out and they were like they had campaigns in America. They were like, oh, six weeks to slow the spread, or fifteen days to slow the spread, or you know, just mask up for the next two weeks. All all that shit, and look at where we are. Over a year later, we're still talking about this same ass bullshit. People's lives are literally wasting away. Bro, I'm, I'm oh, mentally exhausted. Oh, you man, you have to wear your mask, your hand sanitizer. You come home, you have to wash your hands. You, ha- oh, bro. Oh, life was already annoying. <laughs> now this, I don't understand. Every day you're hearing, you're reading some bullshit. There's a new strain. Mm-hmm. Oh, new yeah. strain, new strain, you know. The vaccine does nothing against the new strain. I'm like, oh, mm. give me a fucking break. <laughs> oh, man. So ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. What can we do? Unfortunately, this is, 
this is a reality right now. This is our reality. And mm-hmm. all, I'm, all I know is I'm going to tell my kids, man, look, oof, 2020. Oh, Gee. we had to ration food. I was living in a bunker. It was, it was a war zone. You privileged it, fucks. I've never it, seen anything oh, like that. Oh, like you don't know how hard we had it. We, mm-hmm. we didn't have electricity. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to tell them. Oh, no, 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 no. It's going to... Yeah. But, yeah, so... You're COVID. Wow. Okay, so I've had a scare. Now you've had a scare. Perfect. Yeah, so... Perfect. <laughs> Luckily, we we, we, we've, we don't have it. So... Yeah. Thankful for that, because I, I can't imagine. Like, I can't, I can't even imagine going through that hole. Mm-hmm. And... The scary part is you don't know how your body will react to it. That's the worst part. Mm, I swear. So, thankful. We don't have it. Yep. Anyway, let us um, move nice. Let's not ignore the events that took place roughly a week ago. We can't oh. Valentine's Day. Lover's Day. The day of love. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Valentine's Day. All I can say is I feel sorry for men with the various side chops, aka side chicks. Oof. So, Valentine's Day. What do I think of the day? Um, I care not for the day. In all honesty, I mm. think um, think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit because men don't get anything out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's purely a scam, full on finesse. <laughs> How, however, this is where I I get my viewers back because you guys are probably listening. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, like, what is okay. wrong with you? Have you no okay. heart? Okay, okay. However, when I got in a serious relationship, mm-hmm. I understood. Shit has nothing to do with me. What I do enjoy about the day is I enjoy and acknowledge that it's a day my woman enjoys, appreciates, and is significant significant to her. And me personally, whatever makes my woman happy or whatever I can do that makes my woman happy, I'm down for it. So as much as I say I think it's a scam, which I still stand by, I acknowledge that these... This is a day that a lot of women, you know, it's a big deal to them. Because, mm-hmm. hey, we can have thug-like women, but a lot of our women are mushy inside, you know. And of course. This is something we just, as men, you can't be tough guy all the time. Mm-hmm. You have to be considerate of that, which I am. So, as much as I think it's bullshit, I do also appreciate the day, you know, because it's little things. Yeah. You can get her. You can get her. You can get her flowers. You know, hey, flowers again, roses. Another flowers bullshit. are a scam, by the way. Just bullshit. Flowers that are <laughs> gonna die. But hey, she appreciates it. She likes it. I will do it. I have no problem with that. Mm. Um, teddy bear, chocolates. You know, card, a gift. I'm cool with that. I have no problem with it. Um. But yeah, so th- th- that's my feeling on the day. Yeah. Why I why why I call it a scam because every other event seems to be circled around. It shouldn't, but the world we live in it centers around the woman. Mm-hmm. Um, 
let's let's not sugarcoat it. Men don't get shit on Valentine's Day. Mm. Um, I'm not saying all women are horrible people and don't give them Valentine's <laughs> gifts. All women are I'm not horrible. saying <laughs> I'm not saying that. Um, but there's certain women that hey, get you a gift. My woman treats me. I'm a baby boy. Mm-hmm. Like to be treated, you know. So there's that. But the common or the general consensus is the day for the woman. She wants to be died. She wants to be dined. She, um, the the women's group on social media <laughs> would would tell you, sis, don't don't let him tell you. You know, Valentine's Day isn't a big deal. Don't let him tell you this. He should be doing this. He should be doing that. <laughs> and all that nonsense. But yeah, the day isn't really for men. Mm. Um, am I really bothered by that? Honestly, no. But it's not for men. Let's be, let's be honest. How many women out there, if you women really want to miss, how many have really thought about buying your men gifts? Yeah. Sex does not count. Keep that pussy. That pussy is mine. 365 days in a year. It's not a gift. It's a lazy fucking gift. It's not a gift. Um, how many women really do anything for that man? Like, let's be, I'm sorry, but if you've been with your woman and she's offering you sex on Valentine's Day, my guy, <laughs> mm-hmm, I, I don't want to say leave her, but leave her. Yeah, leave her. <laughs> Because she is fucking lazy. <laughs> she doesn't. She's, she's basically telling you that she doesn't know who you are as a person. She doesn't know who you are. She doesn't care for you, bro. Mm-mm. She doesn't like you. You know, and a lot of women are going to hear to say, eh, but the man should be the one catering to his queen. Why? Oh, look, look, you guys got into this together. So what's this? You guys are both medicated to each other. Mm-hmm. We're grown-ups. And like I always say, a lot of you don't like each other. A lot of you don't love each other. Because if you did, this would be an issue. I'm not even saying you must buy him an expensive gift. But I'm going to tell you this. Don't fucking buy him singlet and boxers. Oh, God. Don't do that. So, you know, it's, it's so hard to shop for a guy. Who even knows what guys <laughs> like? Really? Look. Dumbest the shit I've ever heard. Men are so easy to shop for. My girlfriend actually said that to me. She said, oh, you're so difficult to shop for. And she said that because I'm a very simple guy. Mm-hmm. Things she knows I want, most of the time I've bought them myself. Mm. For example, PlayStation 5, mm-hmm. football boots. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm simple. Half the time, I don't even know what I want. I'm going to be very honest with you. <laughs> Bro, little things make me happy. For example, one time she bought me a kettle that lights up when it's on. It's the best thing. <laughs> it fucking lights up, bro. Like it's so cool. You know, little oh little things. So she said that not because she doesn't know what to get me. She knows what to get me, but the thing she wants to get me either um they're not easily accessible right now because of the pandemic or whatnot. Or mm-hmm. I've got it or I've ordered it or whatnot. Yeah. However, she still got me something. She thinks I don't know what she thinks I I'm not sure or I'm not aware of what she bought me or what she's getting me. I do, but we can't let her know. Ooh, so anyway. The gift hasn't yeah. arrived. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, look, everybody, if you're with someone, you have an idea of what they like. I'm sorry. You can't be with someone you, you, you don't you know better. what they like. 
Like, come on. He's better. Like, if you don't, you cannot for that guy. You are extremely selfish. Yes. You, you are extremely selfish. Um. Okay, so that's my feeling on the day. I think it's one big finesse, but I appreciate the day because my woman appreciates it and, you know, it's something she enjoys and love. For me, that's what relationship's about. It's mm-hmm. about compromise. It's about sacrifice. You don't have to like it, but as long as the other person likes it, you'll be, you'll be down. You do it. Yeah. You do it. You know, I'm not opposed to that. Um, so any funny Valentine stories do I have? Um, I don't have a... F- do I have any funny ones? No, because again, I, I don't just date any of you broads. So... Mm. <laughs> um, one, I remember when I was in Dubai with my ex, actually. Mm. Um, um, my ex, she was in Abuja. Uh, that was in Dubai. And I got my mom to organize a hamper for me. It was quite nice. It was a hamper with rows and bits and bobs inside. Um, so there's that. She did that for me, which was very nice. Um, last Valentine's with my girl, um, because of the pandemic, I had a whole thing planned. I was meant to go to England. I'm not going to say what I wanted to do because I'm still going to do it. And she listened to this podcast. So we're not exactly. going to save that. Say that. However, um, I, I <clears throat> sent her a hamper with like nice chocolates in it, teddy bear, flowers. Yes, I mm. fucking was finessed and I bought flowers. But <laughs> flowers abroad, I don't mind it. It's easily accessible. And maybe it's just, but I just think it's more reasonably priced. Mm. So I got that. I got a, I think it was like 12 roses, I think, a dozen. Yeah. So did that. That was cool. Um, then this Valentine's, um, her Valentine's, Valentine's Day and her birthday are literally a week apart. God damn. So I finessed it like Valentine's Day. Finesses all of us and I got her a gift. One <laughs> gift and blended it into one thing. And she loved it. It was a massive surprise. She had no idea it was coming. So mm-hmm. again, I don't care for the day, but that smile on her face and that surprise and those expressions made it incredible. Mm. So nice. yeah, that that was that was good. I enjoyed that. So what about you, Valentine's Day? Yeah, nice, nice. Um, how do I feel? I'm a, I'm I'm a certified lover's boy. I love Valentine's Day. I nice. love Valentine's Day. I I know it's a scam. I know it's fucking designed to sell Hallmark cards and designed to sell flowers and all that shit. Mm. And I know too many men get the short end of the stick on that day. And of course, it's even it's kind of silly, the idea that, you know, we have one day dedicated to loving our significant other as if, as if we're not meant to do that every other day. I get all that. Mm-hmm. I know all the arguments. But for me, I just think Valentine's Day is nice for two reasons. One, I love, love, love gifting my woman stuff. I just, I mean, mm. I'm a I love giving yeah. gifts and I love yeah. receiving gifts. Love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Any, any, any guy who said that he doesn't like getting gifts, I don't believe them, number one. Yeah, and any woman oh, who I says, am. oh, the guy doesn't like gifts, you don't know him and you're being lazy. Yeah. Um, so I love it for that reason. I also love the fact that it's just nice to, I, I like, I'm a big fan of tradition. So I just like the idea that there's a day worldwide 
where couples come together and you can see mm. them around town celebrating and loving each other and just reminding themselves why they're in that relationship in the first place, what they mean to each other. Because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you can you can get lost in work, you can get lost in your own routine. It's always good Definitely. to have that, that new, you know, that exciting day, that exciting moment to just break you out of that spell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think I like Vow's Day for that reason. Um, um, for me, Valentine's Day, what did I do? You know, got my girlfriend a nice bracelet. Bracelet had some, you know, we, we stayed, we just stayed in actually. We, uh, gave, we exchanged gifts. She cried like a baby because I wrote her, I wrote her like this heartfelt notes. Oh, nigga, you got actually, I can't say it on this podcast. So <laughs> I was gonna say, you know what I was gonna say. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> No, no way. Problem. Hell no. Absolutely. Anyway, wrote, wrote her a heartfelt note. She cried as she was reading it. Um, you know, exchanged gifts. We ate and then we just did what we we just slept, bro. We bro. slept. And they got so did we. <laughs> we slept. Oh yes. We had a wholesome nap. It was beautiful. Like it was just, it was just a stress-free day of you know yeah, spending yeah. time together. That was it, man. It was nice. That you see, that's nice. I might not care for the day, but I can enjoy those little things. I think those mm-hmm. little things are just—it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing better than you making someone happy. You making someone's day, especially if that that someone is your woman. Just mm-hmm. that little, like you said, she cried. That that feeling you can't even mm-hmm. explain it. It's priceless. Those little yeah. things. I yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um I have had some very, very funny Valentine's Day, you know, memories, if you will. Mm. I don't know, like apart I think this year might have been the first Valentine's Day that I had I, that I've ever had where something didn't go wrong. <laughs> Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have bad luck on this. Yeah, I don't understand it. Like last year, I I got um, roses because my girlfriend said, you know, that roses, flowers, and roses and stuff are not something that she she had really gotten Mm -hmm. before. She she just told me some hilarious stories about her ex and you know roses and flowers. Um, being you know him him giving her fake fake roses. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know I know roses are finesse, but nigga, if you get the roses, just get the real one. Just like, get the roses. Just, like even if it's just one, get come on, man, or don't even get it at all. Like come on, come on. <laughs> so yeah, I was I was because me, I'm very very passionate about my belief that flowers are a complete scam. Like so, mm-hmm. so, so for me, there are a few things that are scam. Flowers on Vows Day, balloons on birthday. Because, bro, some people spend like, this is a slight deviation, but some people spend like 50K on balloons alone. Just get me another gift. Bro, I don't think, bro, look, you're saying balloons. Nigga, the people that spend 300K on flowers, on fucking roses. Why would, oh, no. Bro, that's a plane ticket, my guy. No. You could book me a, a getaway somewhere. Go to a spa. Look, I think, this shit is, I think this shit is all for the gram, but that's a whole different conversation. So I, so I swear. So yeah, um, had had uh, had the displeasure of getting uh, roses 
from mm. some dubious uh, vendor online, found <laughs> them on Google. These pieces of shit on Val's Day, I called them from about 9 a.m. to about 3.34 p.m. I called them in that time period. I called them no less than 10 times. Oh, yes. I was the one chasing, following up with them because do you know, do you know what happened? They were effectively punishing me for, for paying too early because I paid for the flowers and the chocolate like 10 days before Val's Day. Uh, Bro, they forgot my order. Of course they did. They just forgot I bought shit. They just forgot. Of course, of course. Nigerian vendors. I was so pissed off. I was like, you guys are so unprofessional. They're like, oh, sorry, sir. It's on the way. It's coming. Finally, oh, when they did the audits. First of all, it was so overpriced. Like, it was so expensive that I I think I only bought like eight roses, to be honest. Because it was so, it was so <laughs> It was so fucking expensive. And then when it arrived, you know, um, I saw the I saw the roses and I'm like, why exactly do people smell roses? Roses don't smell nice. Why are we Bro, pretending? Smell like dog yeah. shit, man. They smell, smell like, like dog dog's shit. ass. Smell like dog shit. Bullshit. Like they don't smell nice whatsoever. So you know, putting that to one side, the miserable eight roses. These finessas, these four one niners. I ordered a specific. <laughs> Chocolate, lint chocolate, lint <laughs> chocolate. My favorite <laughs> chocolate and my girl's favorite chocolates. Oh, and they gave you Snickers, have you? <laughs> no, it was worse than that. They gave me some no-name shits, <laughs> like some just some random generic no-name brand that was even dark chocolates, which we both hate. And they charge you for foreign chocolates. Yes. Foreign chocolate. Bro, I was fuming. That's just hilarious. absolutely fuming. And then to make my... <laughs> it was just a, it was so, such a funny day. After that, we went to a place. I don't... I don't I'm, I'm not a dick, so I'm not going to say the name of this restaurant. I don't want to fuck up their okay. business. Even, yeah, though, yeah. even though their food is awful. We both mm. know this place, you and I, bro. They're a, they're a seafood place. You... Ah! you no, t- tell the people. Tell the people what I told you. Tell them. <laughs> so before Val's Day, you and I had a conversation, and I t- I told you that, oh, bro, I'm thinking about going here, and you were like, oh, bro, they used to be in Abuja. They were good when they first started, and now customer service is trash. The food is trash, bro. I strongly advise you go somewhere else. That's what you told me. Mm-hmm. I. Unfortunately, I didn't listen because my girlfriend, she loves seafood. And she said that, oh, she had been seeing them on Instagram. That was the worst that could happen. Let's give it a go. Let's just, for the experience. You see that? That, that thing, what's the worst? We're in Nigeria. Trust me. It could go very badly. It could go terribly. And it did. It did go terribly. The food was awful, bro. It was mm-hmm. off the food. It didn't taste fresh. When seafood doesn't taste fresh, you might you might as well just eat sawdust because it's awful. You might as well just have gone to the store and buy frozen seafood. That's to be what honest, it is. to yeah. be honest, you know. So the food was awful. It was overpriced, and then just as the just to put the rotten cherry on top of the fucked up cake, the sir the waiter that was serving us. He tells us, he brings us the bill and he starts acting dodgy. 
he's like he's like uh he's like um sorry sorry um the the uh, pos is down can you just transfer to this can you transfer to this bank account? and he was he was he was whispering i'm like wow oh, and then he brings out a piece of paper from his hand that he had clearly scribbled some account details and he hands it over to us and me me eh, that's that's one thing with me anybody that knows me me i don't like stress guy <laughs> This is something that many men can attest to. Like in many relationships, the woman is the fighter. She's the one that will push things. Men, we don't like stress. Mm. I was I was already done with the place I wanted to go. I just wanted. To, I didn't. I didn't even care. It was dodgy, but I'm like, I'm not going to probe further. It's not your problem. Yeah, we don't like stress, man. We don't like stress at all. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, don't like stress. So. You know, my grandma goes, ah, that's, why is this guy giving us his personal account details? This is clearly not a company account. It has, it has a name on it. It's, it's written in terrible handwriting on a rough piece of paper. So, mm. so she stands up, takes the piece of paper, goes to someone who looks like a manager and mm-hmm. says, and says, oh, sorry, excuse me. How do I, I, I just had a meal. How do I pay? How do I leave? That the the waiter who served us said said that the ATM the POS isn't working. Mm-hmm. As soon as she starts talking, the waiter who served us he runs across the room to go and meet her and the manager mm-hmm. to try and intervene. And he's and and then the manager is like, "Oh, um, it's it's working. I mean, it's I, he either said I can't remember because it's been a year, but he he either said that the mm-hmm. POS was working or he said that." that we should take the company account details mm-hmm. so i was like oh I, I was just trying to i was just trying to um just trying to make it easier for them so that they wouldn't be stressed i said look at this guy oh, and guess what shit. guess what because he wrote a particular amounts he wrote like let's say let's say he wrote uh, 20 22k mm. they brought the actual bill the actual bill was 20k this guy had added two himself I'm like, what kind of country are we living in? This guy, oh, jeez. Bro. Uh, just wow. <laughs> just, it, just, it, just, it was just a reminder that it was just a terrible evening. But I mean, in the end, to be honest, hey, the food was trash, the, the service was trash, but... We have the pictures. We have the memories. We can. Yeah, it's now. Yeah. It's now content on a podcast. So. Yes, and you can you can laugh at you can laugh at it like wow. Yeah, happens. yeah. But um, staff in a lot of these establishments are incredibly mm. dodgy. I remember um, there's this place me and my lady buy wings from. Incredible mm. wings. Um, sorry, twelve wings. Well, at the time. Bro, you could buy six wings for like 600 naira. So 12 wings. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, bro. As, again, you guys in Lagos are suffering. But okay. Yes. So she used to buy wings. Blah, 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 and hey, you would think you're trying to make life simpler for everyone. So you collect the person's number. Like you don't want the staff. So when you're on your way, you can call them so you're not waiting. So that's what she used to do. The guy now calls her, you know, she didn't order, he just called her. 
like oh um, uh, they so so and so that this you know i'm trying to start my own business or i'm going to sell wings so you know would you like to be you know an investor like i have these plans i uh, nigga you're already working for this place so you're <laughs> you want to steal their ideas and open your own and you bro my girlfriend didn't waste time she called the manager that looks it was happening though this is that, that. But, bro stuff stuff in these establishments dodgy but anyway that's that's by the way so um yeah but one thing i'll say about valentine's day is bro you see these food vendors that create hampers for that day nigga food vendors in food vendors since this pandemic hit Mm. bro like, I know how much a bowl of jello fries costs. Like, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. But when this pandemic hit, I get it that, you know, people aren't going out, restaurants are closed. So, it's a great business opportunity where, you know, you're cooking in bulk and, yeah. you know, providing such service. It makes sense. But some of the prices, <laughs> though it's very new to me to go online, you know, I'll see a page. Sent a message to the vendor, and I was like, you know, how much is jollof rice? How much is fried rice? And already, this is a pet peeve of mine. She hit me with 3.5 liter of jollof rice is this. I'm like, what do you mean 3.5 liters? What's going on here? Like, is it jollof rice 600? And I'm like, they hit you with the 3.5 liters. They hit you with the 5 liters, bro. And by the time everything is added up, you're ordering food worth 15, 25, 30K. Mm-hmm. Bro, they are making a killing. Then Valentine's Day comes along, and bro, these Valentine's Day hampers. Oh, geez. First of all, I don't even like I don't even like these platters because you see these huge trays with so much food, it's not even covered, and everything just about it irks me. I don't like it. It's too much food. Just I rather yeah. give me food already packed up so I could put it in my fridge. It's with cling film. Bro, when you look at it, okay, you ordered these platters, 15, 25, 35k. Bro, you guys could have just ordered food in for like 10k and been extremely full. Oh, for like, clout. Well, hey, clout. On Valentine's Day. Oh, Valentine's Day. A lot of these women, these clout chasers. You yes, know. Sir. You know a lot of them are banging onto their man. Like, you better buy me this, you know, because they want to post it on the gram. You mm-hmm. better do this. And we know a lot of you women buy yourself flowers. We know. Yeah, a lot a lot of you women were sharing the same man. That's why you were hiding him from the ground. But let's not talk about that. <laughs> you know, the you see, this real woman is going to claim it. <laughs> you see them, they wake up in the morning. Oh, my God, I woke up to this. Who could have sent them? Really? Like, really? Someone just sent you? Come on, man. We know you sent yourself flowers. You know. <laughs> God damn, bro. Mm. Valentine's Day. Jeez. Bad day. It's funny just to see, especially when you're on social media, it's funny just to see, you know, how people act. You can tell um, the, the side of the section of women that are just extremely bitter. Mm. and negative about the whole thing because 
acting like they don't know the man wasn't their man, but Valentine's Day comes around and they want to vex. Then you have the guys that um, completely despise the day. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, don't, don't get into it. I think the day is one big finesse, but I don't despise the day. Um, and hey, bro, like, look, a lot of guys do that because they can't afford the day, so to speak. <laughs> so, like, the saying goes, if you're broke, just say you're broke. Don't, don't. To be honest, like, yeah, like I, know, it's funny to talk about, but as a guy, man, please, please don't break up with your girl three days before Val's day. Oh, so you're not done. When you're come on. Yeah, there are people that broke up with their girls. It's imaginary fights, you know, because... Look, man, hey, everyone goes through Valentine's Day a whole different way. All I can say is, um, hey, enjoy the day, honestly. And for a lot of women, just because I'm making fun of you and people buying roses for yourself or pretending it's from a guy, look... I have no problem with women buying gifts for themselves. I think, hey, if you're single, you have no guy. Show love to to yourself. Show love to yourself. Absolutely. But Mm -hmm. don't come on the ground for clouds. Try to make it seem like some imaginary man bought you this and that. Come on. Yeah. There's no no need for that bullshit. (laughs) But yeah. Anyway, that's that's that. Then (laughs) hopped on the hopped on the ground. Well, no, more like no. Actually, it wasn't even the ground. Was that bird app? Hopped on that bird app, toxic, disgusting app. Um, and I saw something where Apostle Suleiman, that's his Ooh. name, um, said he didn't want the pandemic to end because he just got his third jet, private jet. Hmm. And the congregation stood up and was shouting and clapping and cheering. I'll, yeah. just let, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you take the lead here, bro. Secondary shit. It was. It was a testimony. It was like the way you described it is no exaggeration whatsoever. That's literally what happened. This so-called pastor, so-called man of God, wearing an ill-fitting suit made of two different kinds of material, likes of which I've never seen in my life, looked ridiculous. This guy is holding his microphone and he tells his cult members, which is, yes, that's what I will call them, cult, mm. cult members. Mm. He tells them that, you know, he, he almost did not want this pandemic to end. You know, pandemic, he was hearing about people losing their job, people being, being destitute, people on the streets, people losing everything. That in this same pandemic, he bought his third private jets. The crowd goes wild. They start losing it. There was one particular man, you know, everybody was, it was funny. Everyone was shouting and standing up. There was one particular guy. He stood up like the rest of them. But if you look in his eyes, in his mm-hmm. heart of hearts, he knew that he was witnessing absolute bullshit. Mm-hmm. He knew that he, he just heard something truly evil mm-hmm. from, from this finesse God. Mm-hmm. This guy, <laughs> was celebrating he, he, he was it was a success story that while everybody is suffering he wants that that suffering to continue that disease that has killed over a million people he wants mm. that to continue because it made him personally richer that is literally what was being said literally 
a man of God didn't want suffering to end as he was benefiting. Hypocrites. Nigerians, Christian, when are we going to stop worshipping pastors? Mm, daddy, daddy. Mm. <laughs> I'm like it's it's a genuine it's a genuine and serious and scary question because for so many for so many people for so many you know devout churchgoers and Christians and stuff you know I'm, I'm saying Christians I I don't know it's, uh, maybe it applies to Islam as well who knows mm. but it's just so scary that you you observe too many people who who claim to be religious and the people who they adore, the people who they follow, it's not God, it's not Jesus, it's not, it's not prophets from the Bible, it's not anybody who, who is revered by the religion worldwide. It's their particular pastor. That is who they worship. That is who, whose, whose um, decisions they follow. That is, that is the person that has the capacity to tell them to change the names of all their children, to pull their children out of this school, send them here, to not accept this job. That is the person who they listen to. If the wife is working and the husband is at home, that pastor can tell the wife, quit your job and go and become a housewife and serve your husband. And they yeah. will do that shit. That is yeah. the person who, people who have nothing. You have your last 50,000 Naira that you've just managed to save up. You will give that money to somebody who is no better than you, who doesn't know anything more than you, who is no more or less human than you, who fucks, who farts, who uh -huh. lies, who, who, who lost after women. Uh -huh. You will give that person your hard-earned savings because he has told you that he's a representative of God. And I say that he has told you because a lot of these people who you're professing to be anointed and blessed, these are some of the most immoral and most evil people I've ever met in my life. 1,000%. 1,000%. I don't, I, don't, I don't get it, man. Like, when, when you think about Nigeria's problems, this is one of the biggest issues we face as a country, man. Uh -huh. This unwillingness to challenge, yeah, this unwillingness to challenge authority, religious authority, this idea that, ah, you can't talk against a man of God, or do you see how God has blessed him? Why is, why is being blessed by God always tied to money in Nigeria? <laughs> I'm sorry, like, it's so weird. Nobody, nobody's talking about oh, salvation. Nobody's talking about being a good person, helping the poor, you know, making a difference in your local community, you know, preaching the word of God to someone who has never heard it before. The focus in so many churches that love that prosperity gospel is always about hammer. I want to hammer. Yo, is, is that your good boy focus? You see the funny thing? It's that, you know, see how God has blessed this man of God. He has X amount of cars. But it's so funny because that man of God is effectively telling you to go broke. Yes. Which in turn makes him richer. And you, again, it goes back to the whole slave mentality. He keeps you at that level where you have, you have just enough and the rest you hope to acquire, you have to donate your soul, your child, mm -hmm. all your money, your belongings to hopefully acquire. It's disgusting.
It's disgusting because every day I look at it, I'm just like, I, I, a while ago, I stopped insulting, blaming these men of God. I stopped it. Mm. I look at the congregation every time and, and I literally ask myself, like, again, you guys are going to fall for this? <laughs> like, again? You see, I remember years ago, there's a church I went to and we had the service, had the sermon, everything. And what was very notable was when it now came to, you know, tithe giving, donations, mm. the speech that was given from that altar was more profound <laughs> than anything else anybody had said. And bro, it went on for like 35, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. He was telling everybody, give. The more you give, the bigger the blessing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you can't be serious. Yeah. You guys are being brainwashed. You're giving all this money, the clothes off your back, to this being. When it clearly tells you no idol worshipping, but that's what mm-hmm. you guys are doing. You're having a pastor come out openly telling you, oh, by the way, he just copped the third jet. You know? Meanwhile, 90% of his congregation are going through it. Going through it. So beg, begging, begging their neighbor for money to settle their son's school fees. The the brand of religion practiced in Africa is ridiculous. It's <laughs> a whole new thing where it's a business, it's a racket, it's used to launder money, uh-huh. um, where the laws, common laws do not apply, where a pastor can rape a woman and get away scot-free, where Absolutely. a pastor can rape women and his own congregation are there protecting him, mm-hmm. creating a human shield, creating human shield around the church. So you guys can't, you know. But in the same church, you guys want to talk about do not do this, do not do that. Religion in this in this continent is a joke. Mm. It's a fucking joke. It's a joke. And that is what has shackled us. And that's what has stopped us progressing when we look Mm -hmm. at the rest of the world. Because guess what? It's either God will help us. Mm. God knows best. Um, Have faith. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys, like, you hear stories like, um, you know, a lady will go to the pastor. First off, I'm sorry, you women that do this night vigil, you're going to go and see daddy. You have any <laughs> problem, you're calling daddy, any small issue, you're telling daddy. You'll go, you know, let's say you can't get pregnant, and a graduate, educated individuals, the pastor will tell you, um, you know, let me just touch your vagina mm. um, and uh, you will bear a child. Mm-hmm. He will sleep with you, boss a knot in you, 
get you yeah. pregnant, and that's from God. Wow, it's what beautiful and immaculate conception. I like. I look at this, and you guys see. You see this guy effectively spitting in your face during a pandemic, telling you he just got his third year. And you guys are not stoning this man? Yeah. You're not stoning him? You're not walking out? <laughs> there are certain how times... Many, that... how, many, how many people in that congregation maybe lost a family member due to COVID or you know, they, they were laid off, laid off from their job or they, they've been on 50% salary for the past nine months due to the lockdowns. Most you, you, hear, you, hear, you hear someone say that and you're happy? It's disgusting, man. Like, the brain... The, you see, and that's the problem in Africa. Because people see the level of poverty and illiteracy. They exploit it. Mm -hmm. But you see, to me, that's still not a good enough excuse to be brainwashed. No, it's not, actually. It's not. Because you guys have smartphones. If it's bullshit on Insta Blog Niger, you guys are quick oh, to yeah. call rubbish out. If it's on Twitter, you're willing to do back and forth. Mm -hmm. Drop receipts. But... You have smartphones and you guys are not opening your eyes and doing your research. You look at uh you look at China, they have the most atheists mm. worldwide. China's booming though. Mm. You think what? God loves them more? I don't understand. Or <laughs> like I don't like God doesn't he I'm sorry, I'm gonna tell you right now, man. Boy. God must be tired of us Nigerians. <laughs> because, like, you hear stories about these pastors. You go to church, you see, as you're approaching church, your pastor's coming in with this convoy with his men with AK-47s. Let's, let's look at that. Look at that. Is, that. is that a spiritual leader? Is that somebody yeah. who doesn't care about worldly possessions? Or is that someone who is no different from, from a local thug? He is a human being just like you. Just because he woke up one day and said, Oh, more, ha, times are hard. You know, I can just I'm say, telling you, oh, God, God more this, me, or... this profit business is making it make sense. So. Like, I'm looking at man. I don't know if it's because we grew up abroad. I don't, I don't even think it's that. It's not. It's not. It's not just that. I refuse to be brainwashed. Like sometimes me, my mom and dad will be in church and we'll listen to the pastor talking and bro, we'll literally be sat down just shaking our head. Like, <laughs> what on earth is this? What are you saying? Like, don't get it twisted. There are genuine pastors out there, genuine men yes. of God. Yes. Like, good people. You Gen know. Yes. But you see, church or religion in Nigeria just become one big ass concert. <laughs> it's a concert. These guys are celebrities, man. Like, mm -hmm. There's no like difference between 
them and the band whiskey davido no there isn't like, like what are we doing what are we doing you people have been coerced into dropping more offering for a bigger blessing like, <laughs> come on when bear, i saw bear, bear. when i saw that bro I was disgusted like this yeah. man this man of god doesn't want suffering to end because he's benefiting off it. This is the same shit Yahoo boys do. Yeah. No difference. No difference. You guys are out here insulting Hush Poppy and whatnot, calling him a terrible human. This is the same thing. This man is benefiting off a global pandemic because guess what? He's taking the money you guys are putting into the and putting into offering. Mm-hmm. You're, you're tight. Um, your your what what is it? Your your seed, seed. your sowing, your first um, fruits, your first fruit. The the donation to a supposed church project that never ever ends. Mm-hmm. And he's and he's bought his third jet. Jeez. Come on, it's it's just it makes me so so sad because even 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 if you're a misguided follower and you believe for some odd reason that the richer you are it means the more blessed by god you are even if you believe yes. that mm-hmm. look around you look at it's your that, neighbor look at look at your country it's that simple what how how can it be that nigeria is so religious so outwardly quote unquote righteous so devoted to god and your country is such a fucking shithole how is that possible we, we don't pray enough. That's what they'll tell you. How is we it possible? How is it possible that you have countries like you know, like you mentioned, like China, like France, like the Netherlands, that have you know very very high atheistic populations, and they're they're in a different century to you people. Thriving, bro. Thriving. What you think? You think they pray more than you? There's, there's a story I read years ago. I'm sure everyone's heard it. Um, this, this, this lady goes, you know, my friend, you know, she used to go to church together, pray a lot. She used to go to service Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, you know, service. Mm. Then she was like, ah. when she went abroad, she, she noticed her friend wasn't really praying like that again. <laughs> her friend said, when I went abroad, I saw they weren't just going to church. They were actually working. Yeah, what a radical idea. Like, they were actually working. Bro, there's a church, Dunamis. When you're heading heading to the airport, bro. Oh, yes. 2.30 p.m., where you know you're meant to be working, granny, bro. People have closed their shops. People have Mm -hmm. locked up. Lunch break, whatever. They have gone to church to pray for money. They have gone to church to pray for, you know, their businesses to thrive. They locked their <laughs> shop up. Locked your shop up. <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> I say the brand of religion we practice in this, in this, on this continent. I don't understand. I don't. You hear so like, oh, this man of God wanted to prove his faith. He decided to walk on water and drowned. 
this guy this guy said he could survive those especially south africa those guys are crazy man they always have (laughs) every week you see south african pastor dies after daring a cobra to bite him (laughs) bro like man are you people continue that's why i say i don't blame these pastors you guys continuously eat up this bullshit yeah Religion, religion, God will help us, God will do this. I look at the man of God, see how God has taught you, see how he success. Nigga, let me tell you now, all these supposed successful pastors you think are blessed, they are laundering money for higher ops. Simple mm-hmm. as that, because we all know the church is t- look, you don't get taxed. That's free. Like it's it's, 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 it's the perfect business. So Open your eyes and see this. Shame on that pastor. Shame on you people eating up that bullshit. Shame on you standing up and clapping for him. He he doesn't want suffering to end because he's benefiting. Then he now goes on further to tell us that his wife said, I didn't know life could be sweet like this. Wow. You know, he, he then goes on to talk about the fact that you know people people were accusing him of having a money printer in his room, a money printer, and he said, "Yes, I have one." That the money printer is called tithe. If you if you tithe today, you have a money. I'm just like, are, are we listening to the same thing? Why do I feel as if everybody is in the matrix and I'm the only one who realizes what's happening? Bro, that's what it is. Go to church and sit down. Go to church and sit down. That's how I feel a lot of the time. I'm going to say, I, I literally go and I just look around. I'm like, so I'm the sa- only sane one here? To them, I must be the mad one. I must be the mental one. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Guy. He's literally telling you guys. He, he's, he's making fun of you. Making yeah. jest. This is the same guy that was accused of uh, sleeping with women in his congregation. Of course. Uh, you, you, you know he did it. A one thousand percent. One thousand percent. A lot of these men of God are filthy. But hey, the congregation protects them. Like you said, a lot of them cults. Yeah, 1, that's that's the only way you can describe it. Because I mean, you mean you, you try to talk to someone about it, about about what it is they're following. They will want to. They will abuse you as if you wanted to kill their mother. They will oh. fight you with every fiber of their being. You know, you've insulted them. You've insulted their daddy. Where do you know this daddy from? Where daddy. do you know him from? What's he, what's he ever given you in this life? Daddy. Nah, God forbid I know anybody that calls their pastor daddy, man. God forbid. Disgusting. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> what? Nah, man. Like, you guys will give everything. If you want to donate, go to motherless baby homes. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people on the bloody streets <laughs> that haven't eaten. But no. This guy, I will never forget this speech this guy gave in church. He said, you know, the more you give, the bigger the blessing. If you look at pastor, there are people that give pastor Rolls Royce, Range uh-huh. Rover, bought mm-hmm. in the house here. He, and I'm like, is this they say they say if you if you know that you are ready to donate two million naira and upwards come to the front guy 
Hey! I beg. It's okay. Nah, man. Church, I always say church folk, one of the worst people on this earth. <laughs> church folk? Nah, bro. Church folk, bro, they are the biggest. A lot of church folk, the biggest hypocrites. 1,000%. Yeah. But bro, the things they do? Mm. <laughs> but hey, like I said, don't get what you said. There are a lot of good good men of God, good, responsible, you know, people out there. But a lot of them are leading you guys astray. And eventually, all I can hope is that you guys wake up. I don't think you will, because I think you guys mm. are all in a, in a bullshit trance. <laughs> like, the same shit happened with MMM. You ate it up, fell for it. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same shit. It's the same shit. Yeah, man. I was you see things holding Nigeria back. So simple. Everyone wants to shout government this leaders. Don't get this. Our leaders are terrible. Yeah, we're never gonna get. But where we do have control, we choose to act like idiots. <laughs> Religion, tribalism. Yeah, these things. No, it's my turn. No, it's that turn. No, it's his turn. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I know this one. This one is not from my state. So, ah, you know, you know, people from his side are wicked. How do you open your mouth and say something so stupid? <laughs> like, how do you like? This is no different. This is are, are people aware that this is actually no different from racism? By the way, bro, that's the funny thing. They're not. <laughs> the same people will tell you Black Lives Matter. Like, the same people. How, how do you say people from an entire state, an entire part of the country, That's or they're good. wicked, or like, what the fuck are we talking about here, bro? I said, and the worst part is these. Some of you are saying are graduates. Oh yeah, absolutely. I told you a story. My girlfriend <laughs> told me this story like two, three days ago. She was like, she was in England, and some lady approached them like. And the first thing, she didn't even say, you know, hey, how are you doing? How's your day? She goes, hi, um, are you too Igbo? Please. <laughs> um, I, I, I need help. Um, I just, can, can I just use your phone to call? My girlfriend looked at her and said, you need help. What difference does it make where we're from? <laughs> My girlfriend, walked, she, she walked away. She said, no, I'm I love it. She walked away. What, what do you mean, am I Igbo? So what? So if so if I was visibly what house, you wouldn't ask for help. Yeah, I, this is crazy to me. It's also goddamn silly. It's ridiculous, and this is what's holding us back. You think, bro? People don't say how deep it is. <laughs> India, we overtook India in terms of poverty rate. Mm-hmm. India prays more than us, or we pray we don't pray as much as India. Like, what is it? Is that why? Is that why America is America? Because Americans pray more. Mm. Man, boy, every day keep getting brainwashed. Every day, sickening, sickening. And guess so, what? That pastor can say that comfortably because he knows the congregation will eat it up. 
Oh so, yeah, there will be absolutely no consequences. In fact, his 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 business, which is what I'll call it, his business will, will boom. It will, will attract some, some some new followers. It will thrive to find to find out where is this pastor that has that that has the money printer. Let me go and let me go and touch his garment so I can claim my own anointing. Yes, now there are people. You, these kind of pastors will walk and people will be dropping their clothes on the floor so they don't touch the ground. <laughs> like, what what are we saying? And it's funny because probably one of his, you know, members, members of the church will probably listen to the podcast and they will, oh, they will be very angry when speaking like oh, this about this man of God. Like, how, how, how dare you? And, and that's, that's the thing. Yeah. And you you see all manner of evil and unchristian-like behavior come out. You hear somebody say something that, you know, doesn't align with your own opinion. And next thing you start saying, you will die tomorrow. Thunder yes. will strike you. How yes. dare you call the name of my Ex- blessed pastor? You exactly. You. Really? Oh, what about Church loving your neighbor? No. Ooh, no, no, no. I, I see, speaking of, that's why I say, the teachings, the brand of religion that goes on, it's very hypocritical. Because I remember when mm-hmm. someone, this was years ago, she tried to have a full go at me that I have tattoos. It's so unchristian. Like, oh, oh my God, God. How, how, how can you taint your skin? This is this. It's evil. How can you do But I, But I, what she was saying, and she went on a whole rant, and I asked her, I was like, but in the same Bible, it says it's what's within that's important. Right? She go. <laughs> Should I, uh, uh, but I said, look, there's no need to say anything. I'm right. Hypocrites. <sighs> you look people down on people because they don't share the same values as you, because they, they have completely different opinions. Guess what? Human beings have different opinions. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's taboo. It's this, it's that. It's man. Religion. God damn. Bro, it's, 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 it's sad to see because, like you said, that's one of our biggest problems in this country. And that's why we'll never progress anytime soon. That's why we're 25 yeah. years behind the rest of the world. Yeah. Because we don't want to understand that. Look, Omar, you can be a Christian. You can be religious and still be sensible. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can. You can still be sensible. You can still pray. You can still go to church. You can do, but you have fifty k in your account. This is your last money. It makes no sense to give seventy five percent of the money to this so called pastor. You don't know what is happening to this money. I don't even care if you do know. It hmm. makes no logical sense. <laughs> it really doesn't. It's re- and you know they will twist and try to explain it away, tell you that they're work they're walking and living out their faith. Please, please, you cannot ex- you cannot start behaving in an irrational manner, completely devoid of logic and responsibility. You have a family, and you're giving away seventy five percent of your of your life savings to a, to a pastor, to another human being, and saying and you're saying that you're giving it to God and you're doing the righteous thing. What are you doing? How does, awesome. how does connecting and worshiping and loving and praising your God, how, what does that have to do with funding 
this pastor's next all-expense-paid vacation. How are those two things connected? Bro. I said, ask them. I don't... Uh, bro, I, I don't... Every, every day, man, I just... I, you look on social media and you just... You shake your head. That's all you can do. All you can do is shake your head. Because I don't... I don't understand what was what's going on. But hey, <sighs> all I can say is, honestly, to each their own. <laughs> what can we do now? All, all we can do is talk and share our own opinion. That's it. Though. All we can do is, uh, as far as a lot of people are concerned, are probably going to listen to this. We're possessed. You know, the devil mm-hmm. is at work. The devil mm-hmm. is this, is the devil's fault. We well, we don't you know. People what have gone to England and forgotten your it's God. Okay. Exactly. It's okay. It's <sighs> fine. But your pastor is standing up and telling you, laughing at you that he just bought his third private jet. What are you <laughs> doing? That's what he's telling you. What are you doing? Do you have two heads? It's okay. Does he have two Jeez. heads? Anyway. That's 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 pretty much that. So we will um finish mm. as strong with a bit of football, but yes, it's football, but it's, we're not gonna talk about the games, we're just gonna talk about something um that I saw two days ago. Wolf mm-hmm. Zaha. Oh yeah. Came out came out with um a statement which you and I we've made you know how we feel mm-hmm. on the matter, but I'll read mm. what he said. So, um, he said, I've said before that I feel like taking the knee is degrading Mm. and stuff. Because growing up, my parents just let me know that I should be proud to be Mm -hmm. black no matter what. And I feel like we should just Mm -hmm. stand tall. Trying to get the meaning behind it, it's becoming something that we just do now. And that's not enough for me. I'm not going to take the knee. I'm not going to wear Black Lives Matter on the back Mm -hmm. of my shirt because it feels like it's Mm. a target. We're trying to say that we're equal, but we're isolating ourselves with these things that aren't even working (laughs) anyway. So that's my stand on it. I feel like we should stand tall. Now, I don't really tend to speak on racism and stuff like that because I'm not here just to tick boxes. Unless action is going to happen, don't speak to Mm. me about it. Speak on it, bro. I saw that and it was like it was like a cold glass of water in a fucking desert, man. I thought I thought he came out with a stance that was obvious. I wanted to say no shit, but at the same time, because of the climate, because of the social pressure that I can imagine he's under, he said something that was was very, very mm. brave. Very, very yes. brave. I mean, you have before every Premier League game, just like a mantra, like a thoughtless, thoughtless act. Everybody just says, oh, the game is about to start. And then they get on one knee like they're, like they're praying to God. They just, just thoughtlessly get on one knee and the commentator says, you know, instinctively, and of and, and course, we have to observe the fact that Black Lives Matter. I mean, like, it's just so disingenuous. It's so forced, so contrived. Let me tell you people one thing. 
I don't need any fucking white man to ever in life tell me that my life is now mattering because he has deemed it to be so, because him and the Premier League have now said, oh, we're going to orchestrate a campaign because I'm going to force players to wear Black Lives Matter on their badges. And oh, and now what? Racism automatically disappears. Oh, and now my life wasn't mattering before and now it does. It's absolute rubbish. It's so, it's so boring. It's so forced. And you can tell that players are under so much pressure to do this when they're frankly quite embarrassed and ashamed to be doing something that many of them find unnecessary. Many of them find to be overly dramatic. Many of them, many of them know fully well that the fans all around the world don't believe this rubbish. They don't believe in this stupid ass campaign. They don't know what it's for. So when Zaha comes out and says something that many black people know and already believe, many black people don't, don't take yep. seriously this useless campaign that is doing nothing, that has achieved absolutely nothing. If you notice, this campaign has no actual targets. What, what are the specific goals of the campaign? What is it that you're <laughs> hoping to reduce? How do we know when it's a, it's a success? Or is it just a mindless, thoughtless act that is designed to make you feel good? Ticking a social box. That's all they're doing. Ticking a social box. Oh, Black Lives Matter. Oh, this is what's going on. Let's not act like, you know, uh, we're not part of it. Uh, tick. Let's <laughs> just do it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, before we start the match, let's take a knee. Okay, then if you have to have a minute silence, let's do that. And then mm-hmm. let's play the game. It's a joke. I've always said it's a joke. Even before this whole thing, even yeah. last season, we, we had it. Every three mm-hmm. months, we'll go through the mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. Then up sometime, they'll take off the badges and we'll get on with it. Um, I've always said, you see, racism in football mm-hmm. is not going anywhere. Racism, racism worldwide mm-hmm. is not going anywhere. But let's stick with football. Racism is a societal problem. Football is society. Mm -hmm. The core, like if we look at Premier League, for example, core fans, traditional English fans, let's not sugarcoat it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let's not sugarcoat it. It's not going anywhere. If this thing had happened for one month, I'd have said, you know what, cool, one month, no problem. Cool, mm. let's move on. We've made our sense. But the longer we do it, the more of a joke it becomes. Even black people are tired. Yeah. Can we just start the match? Yeah. Can we just get on with it? Because I'm a realist. You're a realist. This is not this was never going to do anything. If anything, it's made it worse. Yes, it has. Said. It's made it worse. And what's even more shocking, or shocking but not surprising, is you can see players are being targeted and the Premier League are not doing the <laughs> damn thing. It's easy to say, oh, but you know, Twitter should do this. We've petitioned Twitter. We've said, you guys are not doing a damn fucking thing. Because guess what? Society is racist. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people think 
you know, they're living in the world where this is going to happen and the world is going to accept us for being black and things are going to change. But I'm telling you right now, nothing is going to change anytime soon. I'm sorry. It's just not. It's sad, but it's not. Taking, taking the knee is not going to do, was never going to do anything. Having Black Lives Matter stitched onto your sleeve is not going to, to do anything. It's a joke. The Premier League don't care. No. Of course they don't. If there was no benefit, in all honesty, if there was no benefit to this stance, this wouldn't mm-hmm. even be a thing. Nobody would take it in the Premier League. No. Nobody doing anything. Because guess what? There are lots of social injustices that go on worldwide. Absolutely. Muslims are being killed. What have they said? The day the, 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 day the Premier League st- stitches onto every football jersey, say, say no to Uyghur concentration camps or end Chinese concentration camps. The day they do something like that, that's the day that I would genuinely respect them and say, yeah, you have taken a genuinely brave stance that is, is going to affect your pockets, but you're doing the moral thing. You're doing the right thing. Right now, you're just doing what is convenient, exactly. what is socially acceptable, and what's going to help you live in properly. Yes, exactly. Someone took a stance. What happened? You were shipped mm-hmm. off to Turkey. Also, like, I'm. You see, every time I'm online, and this might be hard to hear for a lot of people, and I see a video of you know someone being mm. racist. You know, a race. I roll mm-hmm. my eyes. Same. I roll my I roll my eyes because I'm not surprised. This is nothing new. People do this and try to put it like they're in <laughs> shock, like they're surprised, like you know something will change. You know, we came up with some. My president is black. My Lambo is blue. <laughs> Um, nothing happened. Trump got into power. Nothing happened. Yes, you could. It got worse. So, at some point, honestly, we just need to accept that we don't live in an ideal world. This is what. This is just. It is what it yeah. is. Honestly, you might not like it, but it is what it is. Racism is not going anywhere. Fans are going to come back into the stadium eventually, and we're going to have racist yeah. chants. We're going to have people called monkeys. We're going to have bananas thrown onto the pitch. Mm. Okay, the, 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 um, the teams are going to say, we're going to ban you for life. Okay, cool. They're going to still call the players monkeys from the community. They go homes. straight on Twitter. Straight on Twitter. Like... You know, and the whole social media thing on how, you know, um, it should be policed on social media. Look, if they really wanted to police it, I'm going to tell you right now, they would have. Because they could, but um, that's not what social media is about. They they want everyone to have access because guess what? It's profitable for the Mm -hmm. brands. It's profitable for the corporations. 
someone said something which made great sense. I said, look, if you want to police it, to open an account, you have to drop your passport details, your address, which would make sense. Because guess what? They fuck around. Hey, you know where they live. You have all the documents. You have all the information. But they won't do that. Why? Because they like the bullshit, the bullshit trends, the bullshit sells. People that are going to do that are not the ones they're really targeting. They like people that spew bullshit because it generates yeah. traffic. And if you look at social media right now, who are the people selling? The mm-hmm. cloud chasers, the people that mm-hmm. spew rubbish, notably to catch Brands are going to tie themselves with him. Call him a snitch all you hmm. want. You're, you're, you're clicking They're on not going to block though. his social media. Exactly. They're not going to block his social media because he's calling Hell people no. names, saying this shit. They are going to tie themselves tightly to him. This is why social media is not going to police shit. Because the negative mm-hmm. shit sells. It generates traffic. Oh, you call this person a monkey. This is this. People are going to retweet it. People are going to reply it. People are going to um, send, um, send it to other people to see. People are going to screenshot it. Guess what? It's going to generate traffic. And if you, look at, um, if you look in between a lot of these, or if you look at the replies and the retweets in between them, look closely. You're going to see sponsor <laughs> posts in between them. Sponsor posts. Sponsor posts. So... Man, shout out to Zaha because I know a lot of black players felt mm-hmm. the same way. Absolutely, I know they felt the same way. Just get on. I with know it, two man. two clubs in the championship, it. Bournemouth and one other club. They've decided that they're no longer taking a knee for matches. I I think it was I think Brentford. It was Brentford. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think you're right. Actually, I saw that and I was like, I was yes. like, good for you, man. Good for you. Yeah, they're done with it. They're tired. They're like, it's not, it's not, doing, it's not <laughs> doing anything. It's a joke. It's not doing anything. Why continue doing something that you know is not having any effect? If anything, is having mm-hmm. the opposite effect. Because, bro, before this taking the knee, we did not have as many cases of abuse online. online. Yeah, it, it exploded. It exploded. We didn't. In the last week, I said, um, Eddie Nketiah, Lacazette, mm-hmm. um, um, I think um, Tony Zabi, mm-hmm. I think yeah. a couple of months ago, he went through it. Reese James yeah. went through it. Tammy Abraham went through it. And you look here, it's exploded. Guess what? Because um, you're, you're, lit- you're, you're a focus, mm-hmm. like Zaha said. People are going to pick on people are going to pick on you. Um, nah. I, I'm not saying I have the answers, but I, I know what I'm, doesn't work. Maybe, That's what exactly. I know what doesn't work. This doesn't work. You know, you if these if you clubs really want to take a stance, you know there are things you can actually do, but you don't want to do them because it'll affect your mm-hmm. pockets. And and that. That, that that that's really it. Yeah, that's that's really, it. and it, it it's crazy to me because a lot of times you see fans shouting racist remarks, but a lot of your clubs you have black players mm-hmm. in them. It's <laughs> it's wild to me. That's why I say it's that's why I say it's a societal thing. 
And that's not going to change. Yeah. I mean, because we went to school abroad and we just came to terms with that. It's just part of the way mm-hmm. of life. Because if you ask, a lot of them don't believe they're doing anything no, wrong. No, it's, it's funny. Bro, we had those Sunday lunches when our mom and dads were, you know, in Nigeria. We had the... And you know some of the statements that were being <laughs> thrown around. And you're just sitting there like... Oh, oh my gosh. Just cringe. They don't believe they're doing anything wrong. I, man, it's, 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 all you can hope for is you can educate the young ones because honestly, that's the shining yeah. light. The young ones, the old men, older men, that's yeah. done. That ship sailed a long while ago. All you can hope for is to educate the young yeah. ones. Um, even at that, they're going to go home. Their mom and dad are going to, hey, monkey mm-hmm. this, monkey that, blah, blah, blah. But that's where you should really focus. Mm-hmm. The young ones. You know, put, put, put an extra course in school. You know, these little things. Do that. And then maybe, just mm. maybe, you might start to see a little change. But this taking a nah. Oh, black people, I'm telling you, from the black community, I don't speak for all of them. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Just get kick the fucking ball. Get on with the match. Like what we're, we're, we're all we all love football. That's why we're here. We're not here for any of your ladida games and and silly yeah, little displays. Exactly. We're all here to watch the fucking game, play yeah, the game, and get off the pitch. That's it, man. I don't care for this thing. Why? Look, a lot of you players. When I see you know when they take the knee and they show the faces of a lot of these players, I look at some of these players and. I'm like, <laughs> On your off day, you say the word <laughs> nigga, don't you? <laughs> on your off day, like the certain bro. Let's be honest, the certain place that Sheffield Absolutely. United team. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can just tell they have they have a particular squad that calls themselves the last of the old English. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you know, you know. The last of the old god, the real thing. You know, uh, so honestly, man, I saw there is a certain matter. Fuck this whole thing, yeah. thing. And um, yeah, but what what was quite sad to see is when the statement was made, um, I can't remember the pundit's name, it's a black pundit, and they asked him about it, and he was like, you know. I support Zaha and all that, but, you know, that's his opinion. You know, he can do what he wants to do, you know, but I'm going to do that. And he kind of, I don't know if he realized it, but but making that statement, he kind of separated yeah. himself yeah. from that. And it was Pussy. like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You should be saying, I support it because nothing yeah. is being done. Nothing is being done. The only reason, as a pundit, you're there is you might not like to hear it. They might tell you it's because you know they want to show they're inclusive and they want no. to get your point of view. Nah, you're just taking you're just taking you're the taking box, the box. Like anybody who anybody who watches uh, Sky Sports on my or my or match of the day religiously, I can tell you for free, Michael Richards isn't on there because he has an astute opinion on football and tactics. That guy's an idiot. One. He's there because he's black. He has, he's never said an interesting thing in his life. 1,000%. 1,000%. 
Like, just ticking the box. <laughs> I, I like Mike Rich as a pundit, not because I think he knows anything. He's just a fun guy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely fun. I like he's cheerful for sure. Yeah. They they put him with you put him with Roy Keane, so there's that mm. cool dynamic. But we know why we know why you're there, my guy. Right, we know. We, we, like, come on. Like, you you can come out and say it's because you deserve to be there, bro. There are a lot of black people that deserve to be there. Yeah. They're not there. So, like, come on. If if if, if you want to be real, there should be more black coaches mm. in football. They're not. There should be more black refs. They're not. The same way I feel, there should be more female officials. Mm. They're not. You know, that's why, um, shout out, you, you must know that the, the, um, female, mm. yes, bro, shout yeah, out so. to her, man, because it can't no, be yeah. easy, <laughs> Definitely. it can't be, Definitely can't. it can't be easy, but shout out to her, and, and I was, there should be more female officials, more black officials, more black coaches, more female coaches, they should be, but I say that to say, they don't really want that. All this is just, it's, it's just a performance. performance. So it's all it is. It's all it is. Football, I'm telling you, man, you want to go down to the roots of football, you're not <laughs> racist. That's the truth. When Eto said, Eto said, you know, they called him monkey, but he said, I'd rather be a monkey. I'm talking about <laughs> it's okay. He's he, like, because he, he said, look, man, all this is not working, so I'm just going to be the best footballer Absolutely. I can be. That's Score it. goals. And that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's the way to shut them up. Play your football. Mm. Play your football. Because guess what? You excel in that. They have no choice. They can't say anything. You're great. You can't say anything. So yeah, man. That's, that's it on the matter. It's been a good chat. It's been a good chat. Yeah, it has been a a fun episode. So, as usual, how would you like to close off? I'd like to close off by by saying Valentine's Day is for both men and women. Enjoy it, both of you. Exchange gifts. It's not men giving gifts to women. Exchange gifts. We love shit, too. Hmm. I like that. I'll I'll follow that with think I'm going to start planting roses, man. There's too much money in that game. There's too much money being left on the table, bro. Crazy. I'm going to start planting roses. I'm going to get white roses, red roses, pink roses. That's what I'm going to do. Because mm-hmm. that next Valentine's Day, I want to make money too. Cash out. Uh, you too, you'll Cash. be on Instagram vendor selling hike up that. the, the, the price two weeks to go. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Thank you, Brody. Yep. Catch you guys next week. Bye. Yeah.